0: FM 104, Sunday Night Live with Louise
1: Tide. Dublin's Hit Music Station, FM 104, Louise, with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by St. Bishop. Hello, how are you?
0: Hey, uh, how's it going?
1: Good, good. So you have a new single out, Alone. It is the second single off your forthcoming EP. But tell me a little bit about the single itself.
0: So Alone is about finding self-love and building confidence. I wrote it after I went through a pretty weird breakup. And at that time, I was kind of left looking for reasons why the breakup happened. And over the course of writing the song and the months that passed, um, I then realized that a lot of the things I was wanting that person to provide me, I could actually give myself. Mm -hmm. So the respect I needed, the love I needed, the care I needed. I guess looking back on that relationship now as like a 27-year-old, I can sort of see it for what it was rather than, I guess, a romanticized version of what I wanted that person to give me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's about that. So a good old heartbreak song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite an honest song. Is it quite nice or is it almost like a release to put it out there and kind of other people hearing it?
0: Yeah, for sure. Like this song as well, I wrote it when I was 22. Yeah. And it kind of kept on creeping along with me over the past few years. And when it came time to decide what songs we were putting on the EP... It was just one that i felt was i really connected to it and even with you know it's been five years since i wrote it and Mm -hmm. i still i'm connecting to it and finding new meaning within the song itself and uh yeah it definitely feels like a release to to have it out and i've definitely moved on from that particular relationship (laughs) and uh you know all of that is good but it's it's definitely it feels good to just share it and just be be open with it especially given the fact that I'm sort of, I've processed relationship ending yeah. now and I can sort of just put it out and just feel good about sharing it and sharing that story.
1: But that's the thing, because sometimes like there's certain feelings that we all have throughout life that kind of will just stick with you. So the fact that you're still kind of relating to it and that you still understand how you were feeling at the time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, especially like at the time when I was 22, like I hadn't come out, I hadn't, You know, there was a lot of stuff that I was still processing in that relationship in particular. was one of those first relationships that I had. And uh, looking back now with a bit of experience as well, it's cool to sort of see the difference in Mm -hmm. where I was at at the time when I wrote the song compared to now and how there's still parts of that song that I can lean into and get advice from and, you know, feel connected to it all these years later.
1: Is there many songs that you kind of have that same relationship with where you kind of re-look at but yet still connect to them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I, I write a lot of the time when I'm writing, it tends to be quite autobiographical and mm-hmm. it's going through different situations, whether it be, I don't know, relationships or friendships or different mental health struggles. And I tend to always write from a place of figuring out how I feel about a situation and sort of self-counseling. It's almost like therapy, I guess. Um yeah. So there's a lot of songs like Sleep It Off and Good Intentions are two songs that I've released that are about my mental health struggles. And looking back now, it's really cool to sort of document it at a certain point and then to look back years later and to sort of see the, the journey that I've been on since then. And yeah, it's, it's a cool sort of, I don't know, keeps you in check. Do you know that kind of yeah. way?
1: But then also it's kind of giving it out to the people who are listening as well who are like, I totally know what he's saying, or at least I know my version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and that's that's always a main ambition as well, is to especially share sharing these issues and sharing these songs, and hoping that I know the listener gets to feel like they're seen within these songs, yeah. and gets to feel like someone is there that empathises with what they're going through, and that they understand. And if a listener can hear the songs and find find you know meaning and find gravity for them in it, I think that's that's incredible. So, so- yeah.
1: Chat to us about the forthcoming EP. How difficult has it been to put these songs together?
0: Yeah, so the EP. It, it's funny because we. I'd been working on it before lockdown was announced last oh, wow, year in twenty twenty. So it was kind of I was getting songs ready for it. I knew that that was going to be the next thing that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then throughout lockdown, in one sense, that time sort of gave me gave me the space to really figure out what I wanted to say and what I wanted to talk about within the EP and. It was really, it was a really good experience. And I collaborated with a producer, Alex O'Keefe, on the EP. And we actually done most of it over Zoom, which was kind of hilarious um, <laughs> dealing with the struggles of bad wi-fi connections and oh, living in the countryside you know um <laughs> that and, freezing
1: is never going to get old <laughs>
0: yeah no never <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was definitely a fun experience and it was it was really nice because by the end of us working on the ep we then it was at a point with lockdown restrictions had eased and we could have some sessions in person and we mm-hmm. finished Brilliant. started on zoom and then finished it together in the one room and it was it was a really lovely experience so yeah
1: and tell me, you had your first live gig in September. How was that to get back up on a stage?
0: Uh, it was It was class. It was unreal. For me, gigging is the reason why I do music. It's the reason that I even started, mm-hmm. you know, writing songs and I went to went to college and studied music. It was all because I wanted to perform. And, mm-hmm. like, since I was a kid, it's the only thing that I've wanted to do. So selling out that show in the work, Twins, and then being able to play those songs and it was mostly new songs it was all the new ep that i was playing and it was just you know you dream of these moments and especially through lockdown where it's just mm-hmm. impossible to do it and then to finally get that moment of okay cool I've, I've done this it's like the payoff at the end of a lot of you know long days in studio and to just feel that energy with the crowd and to hear them singing the songs back to me and like yeah i definitely I cried myself to sleep that night for sure. Uh, it was happy tears. <laughs> were the
1: audience aware that they were getting like an insight into the the EP that's coming out?
0: Yeah, yeah. I sort of I said so. We started the set, and the first five or six songs on the set were all songs that I previously released. And mm-hmm. then it got to the, like the halfway point of the set, and I said, "Okay, from here on, this is all new stuff, and um, mm-hmm. this is the EP." And I sort of let them in on the secret because at that time I hadn't announced the EP and I just released talking to you but I hadn't announced that there was more songs coming mm-hmm. within that one collection so it was really it was a really nice experience I think for for everyone and for myself I yeah demand. it's
1: so nice getting like you know that exclusive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who was there I was like yes brilliant, yeah. fantastic so we don't have a date for the EP yet but it is going to be coming soonish.
0: Yeah, it's coming out early next year. So there's a couple there's two more singles to come mm-hmm. uh, in January February and then by April all the all the secrets will be revealed by then. Amazing. Yeah, we look forward yeah. to it.
1: And yeah. I need to ask you. I saw you posted something about a lasagna sandwich. Do you really eat lasagna sandwiches?
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> really? You're, yeah. you're, like, crossy in here. He put up um, a picture of mushy a mushy pea sandwich. So like, oh, I wouldn't oh, go for that
0: now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go for mushy pea sandwich. But Sorry lasagna sandwich,
1: interesting. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. My housemates always flag me for it. I'm, just, I'm a big lover of bread. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I know that feeling. Meal,
0: yeah, <laughs> any meal that can be made into a sandwich, uh, I feel like I've tried it. But, uh, yeah, lasagna, I make a really good lasagna. And uh, mm-hmm. just leftover lasagna just... Butter two slices of bread and have a good day.
1: Yeah, no, no waste like and all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. So there will be shows announced but we've no info just yet. But people need to keep an eye on all your socials.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on socials. It's I am Saint Bishop on all socials. And yeah, we've uh, the biggest show that I've done yet is, is gonna happen quite early in the new year yeah. and it's gonna be a headline show and yeah, we're still waiting for the day to be confirmed, but that's all gonna go out on socials in the next couple of weeks to months and uh yeah, then we've won over in London as well in January. So that's really exciting. It's my first time playing over in London with oh, my great. own stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. FM
1: one hundred and four Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Selling a little or a lot?